Walther Thien offers a range of investment and educational services to help you secure your financial future. Whether you're an aspiring trader or simply want to increase the strength of your portfolio, Walther Thien are dedicated to maximising your investment returns. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth within here. Today I wanted to talk about the banks in Australia or the banking industry as far as whether the banks are a really good investment or not. I mean, you're looking at the, the banking sector of the Australian share market is around about 30% of the total All Ordinaries Index. So it's a pretty sizable section of our market. And out of our top 20 shares, seven of them are actually banks. But are they good to put in your portfolio for the medium to long term? And should you have them in your portfolio in the next 12 months? Because they really are, when we talk about it or you hear the experts talk about the banks, they talk about their defensive stocks, they're good for every portfolio that every portfolio should have one of these shares in within within your portfolio. But what's the reality? I'm going to give you some statistics today based on performance over the last 10 or 11 years. Now, it may surprise you, but over the last 11 years, since the 1st of January 1998, the number one return we've had from any of the stocks in the top 20 index is, is a company called CSL, which has averaged 94% a year over the last 11 years through to the 22nd of, 22nd of January 2008. Second was Woolworths at 41% per year, BHP was 35 QB 27 and Woodside Petroleum an average of 20% per annum. Now they're both, oh, all of those are very spectacular gains over that last or 11 years through to the, as I said, to the 22nd of December 2008. In the top 10, we've only got two banks in the top 10. Number six of the in ranking was St George Bank, which averaged 15.4% over the last 11 years. And then Macquarie Group came in at number seven at 13.37%. Average return. That's like, so we took the 11 years returns, each return, for a return of each of the years for the 11 years, and then averaged it out. And that's how we got those figures. So, And we're only talking about capital gain here. We're not talking about dividends. So there's only two banks in the top 10, St George and Macquarie Bank. Um, and that is probably a surprise for most people because when you say to people in, uh, when you, I suppose when you, when I talk to people saying, well, what is the best bank in Australia? Most people would say National Bank, but in reality, National Bank's actually the worst performing bank in returns out of the top four banks, but not only just the top four, but all of the banks. If you look at the returns that we've got uh, with those banks, you're looking at NABs coming in uh, in the last 11 years, in that 11-year period. It's come in at number 18 out of the top 20 shares. It's ranked number 18. There was only two shares that ranked lower than National Bank, which is quite interesting. Suncorp Metway come in at number 16. ANZ was number 13. CB8 number 12 and Westpac number 11. So the the best performing bank in the big big four banks is Westpac, and that averaged 7.1% over the last 11 years. CBA averaged 5.63%, ANZ 527 and National Bank, here's a, it created a whopping minus 0.68% over the last 11 years. So anybody that's held National Bank over the last 11 years um, has ended up with a negative return. Obviously, as I said, that's growth. We're not talking about dividends. So after dividends, they'd be in front. But... When I thought, well, okay, well, we've had a big pullback on the market, so what would it be like at their all-time highs, which was basically back in October, November 2007? What were their returns like then? If I took it on those high figures, still none of those big four banks ended up in the top uh, five shares. The, the best return we got out of it again uh, was actually Macquarie Bank. 
out of that 10-year period, uh, as of of the all-time high in October last year, Macquarie Bank had averaged 73%. Obviously, we know Macquarie Bank's been hit really, really hard in 2008. It's actually down 63%. It's the worst-performing bank in the Australian market over the last 12 months. It's wiped out most of that gain that we saw. But interesting fact is most of the banks averaged around about 20% except for St George Bank, which is now merging with Westpac. But St George Bank, as its all-time high in October 2007, had averaged 34% a year in the prior 10 years. So it was the best performing of of those sorts of banks. Outside of that, then we had Westpac, CBA and ANZ all around that 20%. Westpac was 20% or 20.49, CBA 25.32, ANZ 22.76. Here's the interesting thing, NAB. 10.92% 10.92% over the last 10 years. So NAB, again, hasn't been a very good performer over the last 10 years. As a, these are all just growth and not dividends included in that. So to me, banks aren't necessarily uh, one of the best investments that you can actually have all the time. Not on a buy and hold strategy. And I know a lot of advisors talk about saying you've got to have your banks in your portfolio. But when you actually look at those figures, it pays. Banks do make a lot of money and they're very, very good investments. I'm not saying don't invest into them. But if you're going into the banking sector, make sure you actually have a bit more of an active portfolio to get better returns because you need to buy and sell. And, I, and I'm firmly believer in the next two years, possibly three years, this buy and hold will not work on any portfolio. You need to be a lot more accurate um, active in your portfolio. And that takes a little bit more education. If you're somebody that likes to leave it up to somebody else, you need to actually start getting a bit more education yourself and learn how to do this because uh, anybody in a, in a managed fund at the moment, anybody in a balanced or index type of fund, is not going to get any joy in the next three to five years. I would suggest most portfolios that I'm seeing coming in the door today from our clients, on from non-clients wanting to be clients, and they're, they're all down 30 to 50%, some down 60% or even more. Those people won't be getting back to ground zero on their portfolios for somewhere at least for three to five years. And uh, when you look at these statistics, where are the returns going to come? And as I said earlier, the top five stocks for the last 11 years were CSL, Woolworths, BHP, QBE, and Woodside Petroleum. So why wouldn't it assume that they would be uh, some of the better performers coming up? especially when you're looking at stocks like BHP. CSL has been an absolute cracker of a share uh, over that last 11 years. It, it has averaged very, very highly, even with this pullback, and we're still averaging 94% per annum. The other, Out of the other top 10 shares you might want to look at are things like Westfield, um, Rio, Foster's isn't done too bad. It actually made the top 10 of the, to- in the top 10 of the top 20 shares. It's on the top half of it, it made 8.3% per annum. So, but looking at some good shares, so maybe you might want to change your idea about having a lot of banks in your portfolio. Uh, but also you shouldn't need to, as I said, part of my uh, thrust today on t- today's podcast is really to get a bit more of an education and learn how to sell some of these shares because if you'd sold those banks out when they needed to be sold out which was the end of 2007 or into early 2008 you would have had a lot more money back in your back pocket right now so I'll leave all that with you and if you need any help please my my team always here for those of you who haven't read my book how to beat the managed funds by 20% I suggest you read it because I did some research based on those top 20 shares using uh, my book and the rules in my book and if you'd bought a whole portfolio of all those top 20 shares as of the 1st of July 2007 and you held them through right through 
till the end of August, your portfolio would have only been down 2%, which is much better than most other people, just with some simple basic rules. So there's my hint for, for yourself or your tip for yourself. So if you haven't bought my book, please go on the, onto the website and have a look and you can order off that. We'll send it to you and uh, have a happy and safe Christmas and we'll look forward to chatting with you into the new year. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst at Wealth Within, and that's my Talking Wealth for this week. Bye-bye. Talking Wealth was brought to you by Wealth Within. To learn how you too can maximise your investment returns, call 1300 SHARE TRADE.